Some people can't even entertain the thought of wearing clothes that somebody else has touched before. Like when you buy a book and before you get a chance to crack it open, somebody else reads it through and through. That I can't stand. When I buy a book, I've got to be the one to read it first. But clothing, I never really had a problem with that. Contrary to my wife, like me, she came from a household that didn't have a whole lot of money. But hand-me-downs for her, she's a girl, they came from boys. So she spent part of her childhood wearing boys' clothes, brown boys' clothes. And you know how kids can be in school bullying and teasing. Kids can be cruel. And she got the brunt of it because of that, because of the clothes she was wearing. In my case, on my dad's side, I have nine older cousins who are all boys. So I always had awesome clothes that they would send me in big garbage bags that my parents didn't have to pay for. These people pay for them. I am glad to let you pay for it. I was walking in school proudly wearing my hand-me-downs because they were cool. They used to be worn by my cool older cousins. I love that. And I still do. When I go to work, I like to go to work with a shirt and tie and a jacket. With some clean jeans, of course. But all that I get at the Goodwill store. Shirts are all $1, no matter the brand, the fabric, the color, $1. Ties are 25 cents. Jackets are $3. I have one. I kid you not. It is a Tommy Hilfiger. I paid $3. It still had the inspection tag on it, meaning it's never been worn. I looked up online. It was worth $75. I do not have a problem letting you pay $75 for something you've never worn and let me grab it for all the change in my pocket. Please keep doing that. I don't have a problem with that at all. There are some clothes that I buy there I will tell you that I will wash maybe three, four, five times. And if the piece of clothing that I like smells like cigarette, no thanks. That I will leave it there because that shit doesn't come off. But otherwise, I don't have a problem with that. Why would I have a problem with letting you pay a fortune for something you're not going to use, which I can pick up for a song? Speaking of songs, welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I'm a night shift worker. I've been for the last 16 years because during the day I take care of my two kids who are both severely autistic. It leaves me very little time for anything for myself, except sometimes going to the goodwill. leaves me very little time for myself. So to keep my sanity, I do this. Each week I play five songs related to one specific topic. The topic this week is clothing. Without further ado... Here's the first song! Jennifer, 
to her mother and her father. Watch as her life fell apart. She lost her heart. She lost her heart. In San Diego. Purple underwear before Calvin. Calvin, why? Why do you keep calling me Calvin? Well, that is your name, isn't it? Calvin Klein. It's written all over your underwear. Ah.
absolutely my kind of gal. Sarah Beret from her 2013 album, The Blessed Unrest. It was her fourth album. This was the main single. Also the name of the tour that went with it afterwards in 2014. A little Black Dress tour. The song, of course, is called Little Black Dress. Released by Epic Record. <laughs> Which, I guess there was some kind of a love-hate relationship between her and Epic Records, because when she started out, when she released her first album, Epic Records said, okay, you have a great album, but you need a love song, so you're going to do us a love song or no record. And she said, fine. She wrote a song called I'm Not Gonna Write You a Love Song. As a kind of a slap in the face, that you can drop me if you want, I'm not going to do it. And it's the single they went with, and it's her biggest single ever. It's her biggest seller ever. That's what launched her career. That song launched her career. Kind of reminds me of Quiet Riot way back when, when they released the first album. The record label said, okay, we have this song from the UK. It was a hit over there, but it didn't come over here. It's not going to come over here. So you guys going to record it. It's called Come and Feel the Noise. They said, no, no, no. It's a shitty song. Not doing that. And they said, well, song or no record. So they said, fine. And they recorded the worst possible take they could they botched it purposefully they really did a number on that song turns out it was their biggest hit ever so sometimes defying a record label is probably the best move you can do in your career so you have to listen to them and then defy them that's the secret folks before that a band that i really love they're kind of a ska punk hip-hop reggae all mixed up sound Kind of like if you took a swing band from the, the, the 20s and 30s and brought it to the 1990s with the crunch sound. They were formed in 2002. They're called the Johnstones. They're from Ajax, Ontario. Yes, there is a town called Ajax. But they got their big break in my hometown, in Montreal. They signed with Stomp Records, and that's when everything began really to explode for them. They toured in the U.S. and Canada since then. They have a bunch of albums. I really love their sound. And I hope you like that song. Honestly, I was looking for Jennifer's Jacket from the Presidents of the United States of America, which is a song I used to listen to, a really trashy song. Not that good, but I kind of liked it anyway. But while I was looking for it, I stumbled on this one, Jennifer's Jacket from the Johnstone. Remember that band? Remember when they began here in Montreal? I thought, I have to play them. This is what I like about my podcast. I can introduce you to songs that maybe you've never heard of. And if you did, well, you are lucky. We interrupt this program to bring you... Podcast Posse. First of all, I want to know if I'm crazy that I have a pair of... You are. Thank you so much. (laughs) I have a pair of overalls that I've been wearing for almost 20 years now and I can't get rid of them even though there's holes everywhere and they barely fit on me I can't get rid of that do you guys have that yeah uh, oh yeah not Absolutely. not that old but <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is it for you Pam I have a gym t-shirt from my middle school that I haven't gotten rid of this is when I was like 12 <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to ask your age, so I'm not going to ask how long you've had that (laughs) t-shirt. Scott, what is it for you? (laughs) Oh, for me, it's shoes. Like, I'm not a big shoe guy, but my shoes will be falling to pieces. There'll be nothing left because I struggle to get rid of them because I use, you know, we go on journeys with our shoes. You know, I have fun with them. I did the Tom Hanks in 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 that that island movie once. I had shoes that I love so much, but they were too small, so I cut out 
the front. So my, my, my toes, <laughs> I did that. My mom hated me for that. And she barred me forever going out of the house with it. But I wore them inside the house all the time. Kat, what right. is it for you? Yeah, it's probably an old pair of sneakers for me. Shoes. I, I was a shoe salesman, by the way. Just so you. Know. Oh, really? Yes, for five years. Yeah. Uh, Kat, again, uh, you almost landed us in court. What? Because I never really cared about the song you selected, and much less about the artist. <gasps> until I did, until I did some research, I gave you benefit of the doubt. Sacrilegious. Let me just put on my readers because I can't, I can't read them with my glasses. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let you introduce the song. Go ahead. What's the song and why? It's Shakira underneath your clothes. The first time I saw any songs of hers, again I was watching much music, and on Sundays I used to have, um, I think it was called Clip Trips, and they used to play artists from around the world that other like North America had never heard of before. And this is when Shakira first came out. And I thought, oh my God, she's an amazing singer. It's just the vocal range is just amazing. And then to see her dance and and she's just a really good entertainer. I, yeah. I, I will give you that. I, Thank you. I have to admit, um, to me, when she started out, she was nothing more than boobs and makeup, like Britney Spears, yeah. Christina, things like that. And I never really paid attention to her. But when you submitted a song, I researched, and I found out that she writes, and she composes, and she produces all her material. Yeah. So it turns out she's a lot smarter than I thought she was, and I happily apologize for having prejudiced against her, and I will research more in the future. Apology accepted. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Fun fact. <laughs> um, her vocal um, teacher actually didn't believe in her when she was young. Told yeah. her she would never be an artist I or heard singer. That. And a few years later... Yeah. Wow. Now who's laughing? Yeah. <laughs> who's crow now? Scott, uh, a few weeks ago you mentioned you got tattoos of Alkaline Trio. Um, what's your song and uh, what's it got to do with clothing? Oh, I picked Prevent This Tragedy from the Crimson album, which in my opinion is their worst album, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, the song is about the West Memphis Three, which if you don't know, were three, uh, three teenagers that were sentenced, two of them to life and one of them to death. Uh, in Arkansas, I think, uh, for they were convicted essentially because they all they all they did was wear black and listen to Metallica. Memphis, it can't be Arkansas. It's gonna be Tennessee. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm um, just saying like that, but it was in my research. So thank you for for that. No worries. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were they were convicted based on yeah, what they were yeah. wearing, and I thought that we're always judged instantly on. Of what we're wearing, it's you know a social thing. So, so I thought true. it was a That's worthy. That's an interesting approach to it. Honestly, I, I didn't see it like that. Oh. Thank you. Once again, no you put me to shame, as always. Scott's <laughs> always so deep and philosophical, isn't he? <laughs> Got to be his medication. Yes, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still not gonna try. Um, all right, so Scott, you went with alkaline tree will prevent this tragedy, and at you went with Shakira of course I, I was going to say Prince I'm so sorry Prince I, I've, I've been marked by Prince let's go to the music with that um, <laughs> Podcast Posse They had a master plan 
Big thank you once again to the podcast Posse for coming together and contributing so much to my show. I wish that we could communicate better how much fun we have recording these segments, and I assure you we do. Cat Ward is from the Paranormal Heart podcast. Scott is from the Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American. You can find their links under the uh, suggestions section of my homepage, or just look me up on Twitter, and I will gladly give you a plug for their show. Thank you so much for being with me again this week. I hope that you loved it as much as we all loved 
recording it. And I'm leaving you with one of my grocery store songs. I say that a lot because the grocery store I go to in my neighborhood, somebody over there programs the music and knows music. Because he always plays stuff I've never heard before and I fall in love with instantly. Every time I walk into the grocery store, I have my cell phone in my hand with my SoundOn app open. I'm ready to try and find what's the new song I'm going to love today. This one I discovered there in 2013. I discovered the band thanks to this song. They're called The Neighborhood. The song is called Sweater Weather from their debut album, I Love You, in 2013. I'm leaving you with it. I'm coming back next week, promised. Thank you so much. The Neighborhood, Sweater Weather, good week.
there, podcast listener. Bitchy the Hamster here to let you know that there's no I in team, but there is one in iTunes. So use your eyeballs, go there, and leave an I review. No, it doesn't work. Do it anyway!